I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Gitzel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hey, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. It's the final show of 2021, and what a year it was to forget. My God, it started with <laughs> January 6th, and it ends with the death of Betty White. Oh, Can you gosh. believe it? It's crazy. This I is a dookie it. bookend. <laughs> this is a bookend of crap. You know what? It hurt coming in and it, hurt, it hurts going out. It really does. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought it was supposed to come in like a lion and leave like a sheep or there's some parable that says it's March. That's only horrible. the month of March. And That's that only one, March. That one was a rough month, too. My God. That was a rough month. So hope everyone had a as, had a fine as possible 2021 uh, as we have been through so much mm-hmm. together in these last 12 months, we're going to talk a little bit about some predictions, yeah. bold predictions. I've got my crystal bong and I'm <laughs> rubbing my crystal bong and <laughs> I'm lighting it up and I'm smoking. Oh, my God. I feel like I can smoked, see the future. You just smoked all of 2022, dude. Sweet. <laughs> Welcome to 2023. I smoked 2022. <laughs> awesome. Whoa. Some predictions. From our own little brains, and then also we'll look into some of the gubernatorial races to watch and some of the Senate races to watch. Before we do any of that, we just have to do a small update. Number one, the NASCAR driver. I don't know what his last name is. His first name is Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> uh, I, I thought he's his, a total... uh, his last name's Let's Go. And then it's like, that's oh, always yeah, it. right. Mm-hmm. Brandon Let's Go. And mm-hmm. of course, if you look into the phone book, Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> exactly. I mentioned yesterday or on the episode earlier this week, I watched an interview with him and he was like, I wish they went to politicize my name. Well, it turns out money corrupts all. <laughs> so now he is joining a cryptocurrency. Of course. That oh. is based off of the Let's Go Brandon <laughs> slogan. Um, and I don't just again, Fernando, you know, crypto. What does it all mean? Yeah, it what means does that he's mean? Gonna, he means he's going to try and make money off the LBGs, I guess. So, you know, what's the oh, the LBGs, the, 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 let's, the go let's go Brandon's. Yeah. So you, you buy some LGBs, LGB, sorry. So you buy some LGBs and hope that other people buy LGBs and it's a Ponzi scheme. So because oh. <laughs> no Great. one will accept because uh, cryptocurrency relies on other people accepting this as a means of, of, right. of transfer of value. I'm not going to accept this money. Are you going to accept this money? No. Walmart's not going to accept this money. NASCAR's not going to accept. Maybe NASCAR. No, well, that's the that's the controversy is. NASCAR's just like, we're not going to accept your stupid coin. Come on, dude. So, wow. That's insane. All right. So, anyway, <laughs> there's that small uh, addendum or addition to that story. <laughs> it turns out you can't even trust a NASCAR driver anymore. <laughs> oh, no. And then also a small addition to uh, what we were talking about this week. Alex Jones, he continues <laughs> to go in, folks. Folks, it's really unbelievable. Alex, I know we have you with us. That's um, right. <laughs> I uh, I see that you are continuing because obviously you had to have your special Christmas Day episode because you have my no fans, family. My fans demand it, and also my family doesn't <laughs> love me anymore. Right, so you can't oh. even have the smallest amount. Of it was a lonely, your... chilly day for me. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Maybe some extra cheddar, put some onions in there. You seem to be really going in even further on the president, former President Donald Trump, rather. Of course, he has his uh, 
competition or his running mate, uh, RFK Jr. He'll probably make an appearance at some point in the show as soon as he resurfaces from the water that he crashed into. But you said that you're about to dish all the dirt on uh, on Donald Trump. My question is, Mr. Jones, hasn't doesn't Donald dish his own dirt? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He makes it really easy for you. But I, I got some things here. I got some things. In fact, maybe, you know what? Just to get Trump's attention. Maybe I should just dish all the dirt. You know what? You know what? I'm going to dish it all on Trump in the next hour. Stay tuned. Whoa, stay <laughs> tuned. What do you think, honestly, what do you think the dirt is that <sighs> Alex would have? What does Donald say not on camera? Other than the fact <laughs> that, of course, one of the things that we could learn is the strategy or strategy that mm-hmm. went in to mm-hmm. 2015, 2016 when Donald Trump showed up on InfoWars because his boy Roger Stone right. told him that that was a reputable news network, or at the very least, he understood that that audience was going to be key to his victory in 2016. I just wonder what Alex Jones, what's in that strange just bubbling brain of that blowhard. What is in there, do you think, that could possibly hurt Trump anymore? Or I don't even under, like what what would it possibly be other than like I smell this poop and his brain, <laughs> it's a bad he's got a uh, bad poop. No, like folks, I don't know. It, it, he's not drinking Diet Coke anymore, folks. It's Diet Dr. Pepper. I've got Whoa. the I've seen the documents. I've seen the documents. I think it's probably more about like he, you know, that just he Trump's playing 4D chess. Trump is doesn't believe in QAnon. You know, Trump thinks QAnon's a joke, things like that. But the reality is, unless you have like video recordings of it, his fans are never going to believe it. Right. Alex Jones has no weight to them if he's against he's Trump. Wait. If he, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know because Jones was again. This is always the interesting conundrum with the group of people uh, that follow again these conspiracy theory psychopaths, despite the fact occasionally they might turn out to be true but as i've said before even a broken clock is right six times a day so with trump it's always like is the tail wagging the dog or is the dog wagging the tail because you have someone like rush limbaugh who donald said he didn't even really know which i don't know if that's true although Mm, maybe it is maybe it's not because he was up in new york city and limbaugh wasn't over there but anyway They were the ones who came to him and were like, he is our savior. He's our savior. They started talking about him before he even really knew who they were. Mm. So I think they also feel like we birthed you. We brought you into this world and we're going to take you out. I think there's an aspect to that as well. But again, uh, once the tiger is out of the cage, exactly, uh, the tiger will kill. Yeah, well, we talked about it last show. You know, it's it's kind of uh, what Fernando is saying. Like the the Trump ship is is gone. It's left. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's left the station. It's left the port, and it is out there on its own. And and at this point, uh, Trump's like uh, the guy sitting in the little dinghy. Tang along there uh, to the big ship. That's how I feel at this point. It really is like, I think Alex Jones must have been maybe fed some real dirt by Roger mm, Stone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it's hard to say who's wagging who anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I like to think about is these old fat men wagging each other. <laughs> Let's get to our first prediction, shall we? Okay. <gasps> My first prediction Here for we 2022. Go. Okay. Charles Ernest Grassley. Chuck Grassley, senator. Mm-hmm. He's dead. He dies. He's going to die? 2022, he's 88 years old uh. right now. I think Chuck Grassley is dead on the heels of Al Franken roasting him so damn hard when <laughs> Travis and I went to go see Al Franken at Politicon. I believe Chuck Grassley dies. And because of that, perhaps the Senate is once again in uh, in earshot for the Democrats, who, of course, have the mm. Senate now for whatever the hell that is worth. So I believe my prediction, 2022, mm-hmm. non-celebrity, even by a political state. Andrew, no one cares about this man. But for some reason, I got him stuck in my craw yesterday. Hmm. And I mm. thought, Chuck Grassley. You got some Grassley stuck in your craw. <laughs> You're dead. So that's my prediction. Chuck Grassley. That's one of my predictions. Chuck Grassley will die All right. in 2022. I'm going to I'm ready for one of my first predictions then. All right. Let's on do it. On the heels of this Alex Jones news and on the heels of what we already know Roger Stone said. Because, you know, Roger Stone was like, hey, DeSantis, if you try to run against my boy Trump in 2024, I'm going to run against you for governor in 2022. <laughs> oh, man. 
And that's my uh, first prediction. That's my first prediction. Roger Stone runs for governor of Florida and Alex Jones will run for office of some kind in Texas huh. in 2022. Boom. Okay. Intriguing. It's a double prediction, but it counts because he's talking about a singular type of douchebag. <laughs> Perfect. Well, exactly. I like that. And also yeah. on the heels of that, we're seeing right now DeSantis. He's MIA, mm-hmm, but not mm-hmm. because it's Miami. He is just gone. Right. And, uh, you know, COVID is through the freaking roof. Florida has some problems. Problems, as right, I mentioned, right. literally told them to find Jesus, um, which I don't do often, but sometimes <laughs> even Christ can help. Um, so I could see that happening, although I must say, once again, when I was in Florida, people just get drunk and they're like, DeSantis. I think they like to say it, but they love it. So I have no freaking idea exactly. what's going on with the Ding Dong State, but the fantastic point, Travis Stone or Stone and or Jones getting mm-hmm. into politics because i suppose what greater protection from the law than to become so mm. powerful that the law feels as if you're untouchable exactly and i am going to parlay my my prediction here i, I i'm going to okay. say both of them run and that's the only way my prediction uh it counts as true wow you made it more difficult for yourself but wow. that's okay that's what we do here on top hat and the lpn network we'd never do anything easily fernando <laughs> your first prediction so so i believe in manifestation so Ooh. i kind of my my predictions were based in that i what i what i'm predicting is what i want to happen i'm trying to manifest this okay Ooh. and it's kind of piggybacking off of everything we just talked about well don't get me wrong i want chuck grassley to die don't, do that. Don't think I don't want that. No, so, I'm just joking. So uh, piggybacking off, uh, you know, everything we just talked about and with what just happened with Ms. Maxwell getting actually found guilty. Ooh, I mm. believe that Trump will feature as a defendant in a court case next year. Ooh. Well, that's the safest goddamn prediction of all time. He's, he's been in a court case every single year for the past 50 years. You're right. I predict that I'm going to dump. Yeah, wait a minute. Hold Fernando on. was taking no, the easy. Okay. Okay. Go up bumper I'm rails me, me, when I'm you gonna, go bowling. Let me add. Let me add. But he will, he will face the consequences of it. Whatever okay. it is, he, whatever he will be. A that defend- would be new. Okay, he that will, would be new. He will be a defendant and he will face the consequences of whatever it is. All right. it? Okay. There we go. First <laughs> predictions. <laughs> and I actually think all of those very possibly could come true. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about some predictions for uh, the Senate Ooh. and a couple of key races to watch. Uh, number one, let's talk about Pennsylvania. As we've discussed on this show before, Pat Toomey. He's had enough. He said, suck it to me. I'm done. <laughs> He's not going to run anymore, right? So now the Democrats have a race uh, with Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, who I'm a big fan of, and Representative Connor Lamb, and a Montgomery County Board of Commissioners Chair Val Arkush. Okay. So those are the Dems that are going to be running. And then the Republican right now in this race, again, in Pennsylvania, I think he's just got the name recognition, and I think he's already considered the front runner. It's a very bizarre world, but that's Dr. Oz. Oz. So I want Fetterman. I love him. He looks like a pro wrestler. He's just ugly enough not to be able to lie. (laughs) Versus Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania. I have got to imagine that Fetterman beats Dr. Oz. But what do you guys think about did? Is the idea of a celebrity candidate, is it tarnished, as we've seen many of the celebrities that get to office not be able to do the job very well? Or does name recognition still go so damn far that it doesn't matter that this man's a sham doctor on television because you know his name? It's Dr. Oz. He's Oprah approved. Mm-hmm. Maybe that pushes him through. But what do you guys think? If if Oprah openly campaigns for Dr. Oz, which I don't think the Obamas will let her do. Well, we she has said that she does friends. support him. She does love him. So I think that she would, if she was in PA, mm-hmm. I think she would vote for her boy, Dr. Oz. Well, that's fascinating. Uh, obviously, I'm going to uh, root for Fetterman as well. Connor Lamb obviously has a pretty good reputation. But I say, you know what, buddy, we need you in Congress right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fetterman, safe um, lieutenant governor there in Pennsylvania. So, you know, they already have a Democratic administration so they'll just appoint Mm -hmm. another democrat in the administration which means fetterman i do think i think we talked about a couple of weeks ago that fetterman's Mm -hmm. got that blue dog union Mm -hmm. almost an independent appeal so i think he will actually pull in some republican votes as well especially Mm -hmm. as you pointed out if the republicans are running just another tv celebrity Right. What does Dr. Oz know about the hardships of being a frontline firefighter as they're, you know, desperately trying to stay alive as they go to work and deal with pay cuts, this, that and the other? 
And I will just add, I mean, you have an incredible story about hanging out with Dr. Oz in the green room. He went on TV and said one thing and then told you something completely different in the green room. Exactly. Yeah, it was Yahoo Finance. I was doing this show with him in the back. Of course, his main thing at that point was don't eat breakfast, which I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what the things are. He's a fake doctor. You know Fetterman eats breakfast. Look at that, man. He's got, sometimes you got to have breakfast. Right. I've heard it's okay to have some breakfast, but it was a typical situation where in the green room, he tells you one thing when it comes to COVID, everything is going to be okay. Just do what we have to do, the protocols and everything like that. Um, not that they should be mandated, but take care of yourself and don't be a dang idiot. And then he went on TV and it was like five alarm fire. Everyone's dead already. <laughs> right. If you're watching this, your eyes are bleeding. You're watching this from hell. And that stuff really pisses me off. Of course, nothing as bad as what happened when I did the show Kennedy on Fox Business. And there was a general who mentioned uh, in the green room that waterboarding was without a doubt torture. He was waterboarded himself. Mm. And he said it was one of the worst experiences of his life. And then he went on television and said it was no different than drinking water and accidentally having it go through your nose. So anyway, there's a lot of liars on TV, folks. Looking forward Um, to that general running for Senate somewhere, too, wherever I wish I could remember that freaking dickhead's name. um, Fernando, what do you think? Okay, uh, two things. Personally, I know you, I know you say that man is ugly. I think he's kind of rugged. I like that sexy, mm-hmm. you know, kind of aged look, rough. You know, I'd let him take me out to dinner. I'd let him buy me a few drinks. I ain't going to say no. You okay. bite your cock right off like a horse, but yeah, sure. I don't. <laughs> wow. I mean, well, I guess if you're into that, not me, <laughs> not for me, but if you're into that, you only get one. <laughs> Oz, if he runs, I truly think he will win. Even, you do. Yeah, I truly do. I think a uh, celebrity is huge right now. He has entertainment tonight behind him. He has TikTok. You know, he has he just that just that alone. And then the people voting are not the people who care what someone says he said behind the scenes. They care what he actually says on television. Well, that's another point, though, in this world of snake oil salesmen becoming the new normal and becoming powerful. There's also a lot of things that he has promoted that that just straight up kill you. Mm. You know, all of the herbal stuff, which it can be fine. But right. my parents were so into it. And it was like, sometimes you don't need... My dad used to take like 40 pills every day. And then believe it or not, wow. he just got kidney stones mm. all the time. Mm. Right. So there's a lot of stuff that he did promote too that was very, very public that I think some people in this world of like, can we just get back to just Advil? Let's put cocaine back for for our for toothaches. Can we get back to the earth? Mm-hmm. Ghost so I cocaine. do wonder if that will uh, if that hurts him or not. Some of the products that he had promoted earlier on, because that is one of the disses that people are finding with his past. Mm-hmm. Then again, however, as we know, there is a. Um, a screw for every hole. And there's probably a lot of people who love those products, despite the fact that either they do nothing, which is the best case scenario, or they actively hurt you. Right. Well, I'm going to just add on, um, to the to the point of the race itself, let's not forget what our old pal James Carville said about Pennsylvania back when you could still understand him. L- um, LSU football. Before you was only talking about LSU football, fourteen Jeez. point Joe Burrow, that a uh, good fella. Um, he used to say Pennsylvania, you know, it's Philadelphia in the east, Pittsburgh in the west, and Alabama in the middle, and that's a direct Carville quote. That's how yep. they won the Clinton campaign, won Pennsylvania, and that's again what I think Fetterman has that edge. He's a Harrisburg, he's a Union guy, and that I think is going to do well in the middle of Pennsylvania. And once Democrats start pulling from that area again and stop just relying on Philadelphia to show up and vote, and that's how I think it's going to put Fetterman over the top. All right. Well, you bring us to our next. Uh, let's do a prediction after this story. Okay. This is going to be hard. This is just even hard to mention. This is tough. Uh, people, if you're driving, s- slow down because you might actively <laughs> drive your car into an embankment. Is it possible, 2024 national politics, that the best chance for the Democrats to win is Hillary Clinton? Oh. Uh, I thought about this, this is, a lot. This has been this just kind of circulating. Of course, she's back in the news. She has some very lighthearted pieces about her, humanizing her and all of these things. Why Whatever. I lost. Why she lost. Ugh. We know why she lost. Speaking of what Travis just mentioned, she didn't go to, air quotes, Alabama in Pittsburgh. She went to, or in Pennsylvania, rather. She went to Pittsburgh and she went, and she went to Philly. She missed, mm. you know, the meat, which mm-hmm. you have to go. So perhaps uh, she would have learned those lessons. But there's a lot of people talking 
about Clinton Trump round two. Oh, God. Uh, only 22% of voters currently want Joe Biden to seek a second term. <laughs> right. At this point, he would be into his 80s. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Is it possible? Again, slow your car down if you have kids. Um, <laughs> sorry know, for upsetting you. <laughs> sorry. I know. But is that possible that Hillary Clinton is actually the front runner once again in 2024? I'm going with no. I'm going with no way, Jose. Okay. Won't happen. Can't let that happen. Um, it well, is who, political who bigger, suicide. Who has bigger name recognition? Who has more of a war chest? Who has more experience now at this point? You know, this would be her third time running for president. Oh, third time there's is another charm. person. There's another person that it was his third time running for president who is currently the president, uh, Joe Biden. Or maybe it was even his fourth or fifth time. Some of these people make an entire career. Right. They're just running for president That's <laughs> and losing. So I don't know. I I watch a lot of YouTube. I'm on the Internet. I'm on the TikToks. I know you and are. And I'm seeing a lot of Hillary Clinton stuff. I'm already seeing ads for her Hillary Clinton masterclass, like how I can help you lose an election. You know, things like that. I don't need any help, Hillary. I lost more than you do. I I should be teaching the masterclass. How to yeah, lose wait a minute. I lost by ninety eight percent. Yeah, but, same here. Uh, you know, kind of. It, it's all a, a machine. The, we're we're seeing the Hillary Clinton oil start being applied to different gears. Yes, and I see that. I see it happening. And. With Trump in power and after, I mean, with uh, the belief that Trump might come into power, the belief that Trumpism is is full, is a full blown flower going to flower more. I think Hillary just truly believes she has a chance and they're going to they're going to push it because that's the that's the agenda that Democrats love. They 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 want a sure candidate. They never want to go with progressive. That's why, you know, what happened with Bernie and things like that. They want to go with someone they think will win. They're like Disney. It's like, we got to put our money in the remakes that we know will make money back. Right. You know? Yeah. Let's talk about Boba Fett. I never want to hear about Boba Fett. People love <laughs> Boba Fett. I guess I, so. No, I'm not a Star Wars fan, but people love these characters. I know they Hillary do. Hillary Clinton is well, a Boba Fett. And let's oh. not forget, um, Hillary won by three million votes in the public. Uh, right. You know, in, with with the uh, with the majority vote. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the uh, electoral college was the one they should have been fighting for because that's the one that gets you elected. But oh, right, that did happen. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin was hyper close. Michigan was exceptionally close. You know, you have these states that swung red for the first time in a long time that Hillary barely lost mm-hmm. in 2024. Will there be a Jill Stein? Will there be some? maybe remorse over what happened in 2016. Does Hillary somehow have sympathy? Because I think that was the biggest thing. You look at someone who is, again, she ran in 2008, didn't go well. I think it actually hurt her reputation quite a bit because her husband, Bill, Mm -hmm. of course, we're not even talking about Bill and Epstein and all that stuff, which is going to continue to unfurl in front of our eyes, which that scandal won't be going anywhere if she runs for president. (sighs) Right. Oh, my God. I hadn't even thought about that. She. So in 2016, then it was like, okay, I guess she's she's the anointed one. Right. So you had this idea of like, she's not an underdog. She's the one in charge. Mm. She's pulling the strings. Mm She ran against Jim Webb, Lincoln Chafee, Lawrence Lessig, <laughs> Martin O'Malley, yeah, exactly. and then, of course, Bernie, who was a laughable figure mm. for many, many years. No one thought Bernie was right. going to give her a primary competition. Bernie announced with our friend Cat Timp on a freaking comedy show. Right. The Larry Wilmore show. The Larry Wilmore show, which was god awful. <laughs> but so the question is now, does she have like sympathy? And I guess hmm. that sort of would help that was one of the issues that no one had for her no one they're like she's an elitist she's a political um she's just she's just a uh she's a social climber right yes. these are some of the disses on her she doesn't right. what did she do to deserve it of course you know secretary of state no, i'm sorry um well yes yeah, secretary of state mm-hmm. yes yeah. uh that's correct of course first lady and of course a senator um I wonder if now there is an appeal for the sense that like well she has been so beaten down does it humanize her enough to sort of negate some of those feelings of anger? I, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there because, again, slow your car down. <laughs> but this might be happening. Again, we're not doing 2022 here. This is, again, going into 2024. But don't forget, 
uh, these elections, they never seem to stop. So I think right. if she is running, she has begun that process. Well, and I will just say to your point, that is how she won her Senate race in 2000 when she ran in New York, a state she was not from and had no affiliation with. But she went there as first lady and became a senator because she was fresh off that Bill Clinton uh, Lewinsky scandal sympathy. Right. So if the sympathy's that big again, maybe Bill can do some diddling here in the next uh, two or three years. <laughs> get her some more sympathy did, and the, the shirt will work out fine. Well, the thing, Bill, he's resting on his laurels. Yeah. He's done so much diddling. He can undiddle <laughs> sir, now forever sir. and he can just, he can let the, all of it come come to him. President I, Clinton, please get off uh, all of those laurels. Uh, I thought I thought she won't sleep with me. Thank you. Very but, nice, Bill. Thank you. But maybe there's people that feel the way I feel about Hillary Clinton, that she doesn't need any sympathy. Come on. Right. Like she That's does not. Feel. Absolutely not. Like, right. I get what you're saying, Ben, 100%. And I hear what you're saying politically. I mean, yes. Yeah. But but I mean, the if I, as a voter, you know, I, yes, I'm speaking existentially. But as a voter, no, I don't have any sympathy for this woman. Get off my television. Get off my ballot. All right, we got to get off my lawn from a Fernando. <laughs> yeah, and that's my general reaction to it. Uh, even if they've got you know money going into the TikToks, just putting Hillary Clinton back out there into ether, I don't think it's going to work. I think we get right back to the scorched earth campaign that we saw in 2016, where then you know it was revealed that actually Hillary was the one who was making all the bills uh, victims go silent and things like that. And it's just oh, it, it'll just be 2016 again. all over again. And oh. I don't think there's enough people want to relive that. No, I don't think so either. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get to another prediction. Mine's related to everything we just talked about. All right, Fernando, you're up first. Prediction 2022. My prediction is that The Rock will run for political office. Okay, we have a bold Fernando prediction. Are you only talking about men you want to have sex with today? (laughs) Gross. The Rock? You think The Rock is gross, but you think Fetterman is hot? Okay, okay. There's different. Okay. Oh, my God. I I mean, Fetterman is like a. I'm going to meet him at the bar and it's going to get wild. The Rock? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'll marry The Rock. I mean, I'm okay. Okay. I'll I'll go out to The Rock. I'll I'll take Rock home. Mrs. Rock. I'll take Rock to to mom, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're putting putting the man into manifestations here today. (laughs) But no, I truly believe. And then everything you just talked about, celebrities running for office, you know, Dr. Oz, all these people, the the celebrity, the celebrity aspect of Hillary, the celebrity aspect of Bernie is a big driver. I think The Rock sees that. All right. Mm -hmm. I have a question for Fernando. What makes The Rock different than from like a Matthew McConaughey? Because I do feel most of the sensible celebrities we see who kind of dance around the political sphere eventually are like, hey, you know what? I got a good life. What makes The Rock different? Public image. And also mm-hmm. he's a, as he's a man of color. And mm-hmm. I think that that's a big, big. I, I obviously when I hear a man of, of color saying I want to run for office, it's something in me as a man of color too. it. it, it a, a little flag will go up like, hmm, why you? What, what, what makes you think you're going to win out all, against all these crazy white guys? You know, mm-hmm. all right. if, you know, if that makes sense. Well, he beat a lot of crazy white guys. He beat The Undertaker. <laughs> he beat Stone Cold. Yeah, he beat Shawn Michaels. He He's beat John doing Cena. It his whole life. Hell yeah. He well, can, very he can do it in, in the office in uh, in politics, too. Well, and I do think he is a great public speaker. And there are certainly worse people in the world that have run for office. And yeah, if The Rock ran, I would certainly listen. Well, he's uh, got Travis. great humanitarian uh, work, too. I mean, I think he, yeah. there's some video that went viral. He just gave someone his truck one day. It was. It's, I know my uh, brother, my brother, Chris, um, he loves The Rock. He's like, I want him to run, too. I mean, nothing wrong with being an attractive hunk who who uh, has a little empathy. 
You know, Absolutely. that's what he seems like he has. Exactly. And, you know, you and when it comes to way. policy and stuff, everyone can kind of learn those things along the way. Mm. Um, all right, Travis, what's your prediction? Well, are we done talking about the Senate races? Because I do have a bold prediction. Let's make it. Let's make it about a Senate race. All right. I'm going to parlay. No, no, I'm going to I'm going bigger and then I'm going to parlay <laughs> myself again, please. OK, you're going to parlay yourself again. Make it more difficult for yourself. 2022, Ben. OK. The Republicans win back the House, but the Democrats keep the Senate and gain, count it, one seat. Okay, well, that would go into what we were talking about with Pennsylvania. Of course, Toomey, a Republican, he's leaving that seat wide open, possible for a Fetterman or a Connor Lamb. I, again, I'm just rooting for Fetterman, so I'm just going to continue to say Fetterman, beating Dr. Ross, and that would prove your point right there. Mm-hmm. So I think that's Im- immensely possible. All right, my bold prediction 2022. We will have the first ever court case for cyber sexual assault. <gasps> Metaverse. Oh. I was reading an article about the metaverse. You're wow. And they're all so apparently immediately, of course. Yes. Because it, Facebook was predicated upon trying to Sexual get Mark assault. Zuckerberg late, right? Because <laughs> yeah. uh, he didn't know how to talk to women and all that stuff. So he's like, no, make an algorithm. So the metaverse is immediately. Just full of gropers. Of course. So there's out there, they're groping. Fernando told me about these gloves that you can actually wear and make you feel like you're touching a tit. I have no fucking idea. Okay. <laughs> but I think we're going to see for the first time someone sue someone for sexual assault in the met or not in. They will yes. see them in the real world for a, an assault that occurs in the metaverse. So that's my prediction. I don't mm. know if it will happen or not. Mm. I, but it's also, I mean, what? I'm not, a, I'm not smart enough to figure out the legality to all that. It just seems like it's going to be an immensely interesting time. Wow. You have blown Oof. my mind with how Woo! accurate this prediction is, Ben. Yeah. There's no, way, there's no way this isn't going to happen in the next, like, literally 12 months. Absolutely not. You're, <laughs> it's a, I'm just wow. going to say we are living in a wacky Wednesday I, every day of the week. But it's, it has to happen. It's how uh, it's, you know, the evolution of technology and the courts catching up to that. We're going to see we're going to see hopefully some precedents set or or hopefully not bad precedents set. But we're going to see it. It's going to start happening with uh, if you take your dick out on a Zoom. Is it se- is it you know, is it sexual? Is it exposing? Is no, it you exposing? just get a job oh. at CNN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll just reinstate you. Great. Tubin. Hello. CNN has well, another pr- uh, not to get too in the weeds on that shit because it's just celebrity gossip at this point. Um, but CNN had another producer who was accused of fucking a child. You know, hmm. just, Yeesh. yeah, that's like a lot. It's like too many. Hmm. I think he produced, uh, I don't know, Aaron Burnett well, or something. There's a lot of people, I guess. I don't know. No, there's not that many people, though. It's actually a very <laughs> difficult job to get. And then, like, there's only, like, one executive producer for each show, uh. one producer. So there's not that many people. But anyway. Um, all right. Well, let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about gubernatorial races. Uh, specifically, let's talk about Democrat Gretchen Whitmer. Um, she obviously has became a national figure. Uh, there was a massive amount of backlash against her uh, mandates during covid and then also there was a bunch of death threats and there was a group of people uh who went out there and they're like we're gonna kidnap her like it's the movie boston pride or celtic pride i think Mm. that's a reference to an Mm -hmm. old ass movie that later has been by the way that's really an interesting case because the fbi was once again in complete control of the entire scenario Mm. and so they're arguing in court again these people who are accused of wanting to kidnap her that like we were just kind of saying yes because Mm. the fbi was driving everything nonetheless they're a bunch of freaking morons who you know i don't really give a crap about but it looks like it's going to be a tough election um the republicans have a crowded yet unsettled primary contest the early front runner is a dude named james craig Uh, he is a retired detroit police chief so it looks as if Whitmer might have some competition in Michigan. Mm. And of course, uh, that would be a big sign going forward in the national election in 2024. If Michigan does have a Republican, we want to live in a world where, oh, that shouldn't matter. And elections should all be completely fair. But as we saw in Georgia with Brian Kemp, sometimes a Republican governor or a Democratic governor will help out the national candidate in their uh, in the ways in in whatever way they can whether it be in Florida in 2000 with saying stop the recount right now or whatever it might be so i think Whitmer is going to have a challenge there specifically by this James Craig guy because she's gotten a lot of press but is it good press well that is a uh, that's a whole nother question right well i think Whitmer um 
I think she holds the seat. And I'm going to tap into what you said about Hillary Clinton. I think she's got that sympathy vote. I think mm. a lot of the folks during COVID, they went too far. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we almost saw like a mini January 6th when the guys with guns like stood outside the governor's mm-hmm. uh, office. That was a run. That was a pre-run. That mm-hmm. was a pre-run. And then obviously we had the crazy kidnapping conspiracy story where it was yep. like a bunch of guys here in Dublin, Ohio, like drove up to kidnap the governor that literally all started in Ohio. I know they hate each other over football, but that was too far. That was and too far. That went too far. So I think Whitmer wins on the sympathy vote. Okay. And I just don't think, uh, you know, a police chief right now. Um, I mean, sure, it'll be good red meat for the Republican base in Michigan, but I don't think it appeals to anyone outside of that. You don't think there's a law and order tilt right now in the country? I think you can do it to get a Republican nomination. But no, I don't think when you take that to the broader Folks, uh, I don't think it'll sell. I don't think it'll sell as well as a a female governor who objectively, in hindsight, she did all the right things. Um, I th- I don't think she's as vulnerable as we think. I think she okay. holds on. All right. I don't think anyone going besides uh, besides Craig, it doesn't look like anyone else running against them to it looks that big either. Uh, all right. So let's go to Wisconsin. This is a uh, a. a a race that I will be watching closely because I'm a big Tony Evers guy. The only thing with Tony Evers is I wish he was a little bit tougher, but he's just not that kind of guy. He's a he's a humble man. He's a good man. And of course, he uh, unseated Scott Walker, one of the worst governors in American history throughout all states, throughout all time. Scott Walker sold Wisconsin out. He got rid of all of the powerful unions that actually helped people uh, in Wisconsin. The Foxconn deal was a huge freaking sham. Wisconsin has lost the key to what it was, which is working class, strong middle class, good, good old fashioned, you know, German values <laughs> in the proper, okay. in the proper right. sense. <laughs> you know, you got your Germans and your Scandinavians. Yeah, your you got your skis. Yeah. You, you know, you, you got, you got. But it really is, you know, it was that it was that working class culture. That is just full of like, you know, theoretically really good people. And then Scott Walker just came in and he poisoned the well and he destroyed some of the great things about Wisconsin. Again, also education. Wisconsin was the number one state for colleges when I was growing up. No more, uh, which is just devastating. So Tony Evers is going to be going against Rebecca Cleefish. Uh, she is a former TV news anchor and she is also uh, Walker's former lieutenant governor. Um, she is being encouraged to run, uh, again, but also a person being encouraged to run is us representative Sean Duffy, who is one of the biggest pieces of shit in American politics right now. Mm. He is such an unbelievable liar. You might recognize him from the real world. Uh, he doesn't live in the real world. I'll tell you that <laughs> damn much because none of his ideas uh, would help out anyone who is struggling in those said real world. So I hope that Tony Evers is able to beat Rebecca Cleefish. And if Trump gets his way, he wants Sean Duffy to run. I hope that he can beat Sean Duffy because, again, that man is as shallow as a kiddie pool and he has zero uh, concern for anybody other than himself. He loves to go on his TV news. He's like wiener. He loves to be on television, Hmm. but he does not love the state of Wisconsin. And he has no policy that I have heard expressed that would help the people who are currently devastated in my home state. So I'm hoping Evers is able to uh, withstand the attacks from Cleefish and Duffy. Absolutely. I'm going to throw in that I not only hope that Democrats hold on there in Wisconsin. I mean, Wisconsin, don't forget about uh, old Ron Johnson. I hope that guy loses, too. His yep. his Senate seat is up for grabs this year. Yeah, Wisconsin has a weird history of really just putting out some of the shittier Republicans that we see. I mean, even Paul Ryan was just like, what is this guy doing? What happened? Well, with Paul Ryan, of course, constitutionalist. He was a staunch you know, advocate for tax reform. He was also and he had really all- good at working out. He had rock hard abs yeah he did p96 Mm. Mm. and then as soon as he had the power he unveiled his tax plan that he promised was going to be unbelievable yeah and it was the al capone safe (laughs) nothing it was crap it didn't even pass whatever they did pass was horrible for all of us yeah yeah he turned out to be a total and complete dud so hopefully ever's is able to hold off there in Wisconsin. We need stronger unions back in Wisconsin. And again, as you 
Some unions can be corrupted, and that is bad. But we also need to get back to job security mm-hmm. so people feel like, oh, that's why I'm going to work every day, because in 20 years I can retire and I'll actually have a pension. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, they shouldn't be working or should not be forced to work you know, when they're 80 years old at the Wawa because they can't make ends meet. It just breaks my heart. Unless, of course, you want to work at 80 in a Wawa because it keeps you young. Right. And you get free yeah. roller dogs we're at lunch. About, we're talking about a very specific Ooh. situation. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, just lastly here on the gubernatorial side, let's talk about Georgia. Georgia. So Brian Kemp is up again. Now, he is actually going to get uh, a primary challenge mm. because Brian Kemp, despite the fact, again, he completely... Uh, rigged the voter rolls by <laughs> purging it so he could win against Stacey Abrams. He's still pissed off Donald Trump mm-hmm. because he didn't say the election was uh, stolen. Yeah. Incredible. And then, of course, Kemp, if he is able to survive the primary from Purdue, he would be going against Stacey Abrams. Although, Travis, I don't remember her announcing she was going to run for governor again, but I guess at some point she announced she was going to run for governor. Yeah, she slipped it in in one of her steamy novels. <laughs> <laughs> then he rubbed my thigh and I said, yep, I'm, I'm going to save. Run. I'm going to save this state. <laughs> save Georgia. <laughs> so if you're Brian Kemp, not only do you have Stacey Abrams coming at you, massive name recognition. And mm-hmm. I think, again, somebody who uh, was done wrong in 2018. Mm-hmm. And this is not the, you know, malarkey that we've heard from people before. Literally, Brian Kemp, as lieutenant governor, was in charge of the voting rolls. Secretary of State. I'm sorry, Secretary of State was in charge of the voting rolls. And he just kicked off tens of thousands of people mm-hmm. that were yeah. probably going to vote for Stacey Abrams. And then, of course, he lost or he won rather a very narrow election in which she lost. So Kemp versus Purdue. Who do you think wins this primary challenge? This is another situation where we talk about Duffy in Wisconsin uh, getting endorsed by Trump. And now we have Purdue being endorsed by Trump. Do you think that endorsement is going to push Purdue over the edge in a Republican primary? Does Donnie still have that kind of Midas touch? I think in Georgia, he does. Mm-hmm. I do think mm-hmm. former Senator David Perdue, which, by the way, another just another rich guy who kind of bought his way into the Senate seat. You remember Kelly Loeffler was the Ugh. other senator from Georgia who lost last year Jeez. in 2020. She also kind of just bought her seat. That's kind of how the Republican Party works down there in Georgia. So I do think that Donnie has the touch here with Perdue. Okay. I think Kemp is already unliked enough by Republicans so much so that I even think some independents and non-affiliated will join the Republican primary just to vote against Kemp. My worry okay. here, Ben, my worry here is that then I do think Purdue could beat Stacey Abrams and we don't get that satisfaction of a rematch between Kemp and Stacey. Well, why do you think that Purdue is stronger than Kemp against Stacey Abrams? I agree with Travis, too, because of what? I'll let Fernando answer for me. Because of the, everything he just said, uh, yeah. you know, per, Purdue hasn't gone against Trump, and Kemp has basically. Even, and you know, and, I guess. and Trump has already even said. Remember a few months back, Trump said uh, maybe it might have been better if Stacey was governor. You know, so so basically, Trump had months ago had already said if Kemp runs, you know, we're not for it. And so Purdue, and I, I agree, I wish Stacy would have gotten her comeuppance and gets mm-hmm. to beat Kemp, but I think in reality it's going to be her and Purdue, and yeah. I worry, what Travis says, I worry that Purdue has bigger pool than Stacy. Right, and and Kemp, Kemp has more enemies, you know, statewide from all different political sides. So yeah, if it's Kemp versus Stacy, you almost wonder if Trump is going to just campaign for Stacey Abrams at that point as well. <laughs> that was like, just I tried to read one of her novels. I couldn't understand it. Melania had to read it to me. <laughs> oh, my God. At least Melania got an orgasm for the first oh, time in a long time. Exactly. Oh, poor woman. I mean, kind of. Also kind of not. <laughs> Melania. Well, there was a poll done December 6th, 2021, and it looks like Brian Kemp actually did fairly well in this poll. It's a 4.4 margin of error, so it's deeply flawed. Nonetheless, uh, he polled at 40%, while David Perdue was just at 22%. Again, that's a single snapshot. And of course, polls uh, are not always indicative of what will end up happening. 
I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Well, I think it's about time we get to our third and final prediction. Okay. <gasps> Who wants to go first? Fernando, I think you're up first. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm going to go with a... I, ha- I have two, but I think okay. they're both important. You can do both. So, so I think these will, these will both come true then. Okay. Marijuana legalization on a federal level. Legalize it. Legalize it. Okay. And the U.S. will get involved in another war. I think it's going to be an Eastern European conflict this time. Oh, wow. Uh, something to do with mm. the Baltics, perhaps. Something to do with uh, Ukraine, Ukraine, Russia. Ukraine, Ukraine and something Russia. to do with Putin. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. Biden and Putin have been having their mm-hmm. their chit chats. Uh, mm-hmm. Putin does look as if he's sort of pulled back a little bit on mm-hmm. the uh, on Ukrainian or on the uh, aggression towards Ukraine. But again, that's a game he plays regularly. You know, it's funny you say that, Fernando, because also I do want to say he prefaced today's episode with saying he wants to manifest these things into reality. So <laughs> Fernando has blood on his hands. He's a war hawk, folks. Hey, whoa. He's a war hawk. Uh, the my- marijuana legalization is what I want to manifest. But there's a lot of money, Ben, that they got to use up. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's a valid mm-hmm. point. Uh, sadly, sometimes, sometimes war. Yes, it destroys lives. But it brings people together. Oh, no. <laughs> I've actually true. heard multiple people say this, mostly fat comedians who are, you know, say things that they probably shouldn't because they don't realize that people actually think they're serious. But um, <laughs> is it possible that politically a war would do us good? I'm wag saying the this dog. Not that That's I what Wag it. the Dog is all about. Ben. Is starting a war to distract from a low poll ratings or right. maybe a scandal. Maybe the economy's not going great. It's like uh, the old Bill Hicks bit about uh, we need a war to feel better about ourselves. And it's like, mm, can I recommend push-ups? <laughs> <laughs> maybe a smoothie. That's well, a bold the, prediction. That we talked bold about prediction. the uh, you know we talked about the Pentagon budget. Obviously, we, now exactly. more than ever. Exactly. We have the current cold space war happening in front of our eyes everything mm-hmm. is pointing towards the it. question is then i guess the addendum would be mm. do you think it would be a ground war i would push mm. back on that i think we're already it's in the metaverse econ- we're, seriously <laughs> literally, get, literally. Get, your, get your groping gloves boys we're going in <laughs> we're going to war on the metaverse that's literally possible i mean mm. there's already gonna be an information war information mm-hmm. war in the metaverse mm-hmm. it's already happening yeah. and then we have the space war happening the economic war is already occurring if uh, if the Russians do do things, do do uh, when it comes to Ukraine or when it comes to Ukraine or attempting to, again to reestablish the Baltic connection that the uh, Soviet Union once had, economically they will be devastated. Mm-hmm. And then what do you have when all of a sudden you have a starving dog? You know they're gonna they're gonna bite. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know. What do you think, Trav? How possible do you think it is? Uh, I think, or is it at least a lead up to war? It's, yeah, it's- lead. Lead ups. Yeah, we could be we could maybe, you know, not quite Bay of Pigs level uh, confrontation (laughs) standoff here. But uh, there you go. There he is. Oink, oink. Oink, oink. um, I definitely think that. Yes, I think there's going to be some standing down and standing up and standing around. I think there'll be probably a lot of that. And, you know, maybe a drone will get shot down. That's always a fun thing that Mm. happens. And then it's in the news for a couple of days. Yeah, but then you have to have a Black Hawk down mission where you go and explode the drone so they don't know what we got. Oh, oh. good point. Good point. Save All that right. drone. Save that drone. All right. I will go next. What I am predicting is AI combined with Boston Dynamic Robotics mm. will lead to the normalization of robot police. And mm. I think it's going to be horrible. And I think it's going to have to go to the <laughs> Supreme Court. 
Uh, it already is being used in China. They mm-hmm. have AI using uh, intelligence to determine if someone was guilty or innocent, uh, mostly a breaking social protocol. Um, so I believe Boston Dynamics, along with the AI that is being developed and the military industrial complex, along with the police industrial complex, because these things all trickle down because the 1032 program, I believe we're going to start seeing more robot officer deputized. And I think Ooh. it's going to lead to um, the beginning of... <laughs> The war against the machines. <laughs> the beginning of the end. So it's going to be RoboCop. And then RoboCop runs against... I guess I a pretty against... bleak view of 2022, other than Chuck Grassley dying, which is still sad. Honestly, we all have, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, if, if that's the case, first of all, I can't wait to see RoboCop run against uh, Gretchen Whitmer uh, for governor of Michigan. That'll be well, fun. RoboCop, he did pretty good because don't forget, they shot his cock off. <laughs> That's right. And he shot everyone's cock off. Yeah, he's he's cool. He's I love that movie so much. Is that why he did that to them? Because they did that to him? I think they Mm -hmm. shot his cock off and his arms off, and they made him real mad. They really beat him up. That first 10 minutes of RoboCop, it's brutal. But then the rest is like, whoa, here we go. (laughs) Yeah, he's mad. He's a RoboCop. Well, that chick still wants the bone zone, though, for sure. But anyway, I say that also because in Hawaii, they're already using police dogs uh, to go and work with the homeless problem or the homeless issue. So, again, uh, Black Mirror, it's not just a TV show. It's a reality. All right, go on. All right. Well, in in the wake of all these bleak predictions that we have made, I did say that the Democrats were going to hold on to the Senate. I think that uh, you're right. I did that. That is uh, maybe a positive. I guess we'll see. I guess Joe Manchin will see. I mean, can they do anything? I don't know. But yeah, because then Joe Manchin will just switch and then it'll be even again. It'll be like 50 50. Yeah. Go ahead and add that to my parlay. But I actually have a hopeful prediction. I have a hopeful prediction. Um, And I will not parlay this one. I do believe that uh, not just as a campaign issue, but as a fully necessary economic issue, we will see of some kind, probably super watered down, some kind of student loan debt relief in some way. I'm sure the Democrats will water it down to just be like, you know, twenty five hundred bucks relief or something like that. But I do think they're working. I think they're working behind the scenes to make this happen. I think it's absolutely vital for them having any chance in 2022. I already predicted they will lose the House no matter what. That's mainly because of gerrymandering. Um, But I think that's what's going to let them hold on in the Senate. I think the Democrats come through student debt relief of some kind 22 all right well it would be in their best interest if they did it before the elections it would all thank you yes I've, it would be great if they did it correctly and of course it'd be very beneficial to fernando and i because lord knows i've been saving that cheddar and my uh student loans are just uh you know they're still there i just don't look at them anymore they're just waiting they're just waiting <laughs> to just come yeah. and take my they're precious precious like, they're like, we see you saving. And it's like, uh-huh. Can you just put that off another 90 days? Thanks. Well, and also when it comes to the House, it's an interesting race happening in Florida. Representative Val Demings, uh, they're taking on Marco Rubio. And apparently Demings has a pretty they're pretty good at fundraising. They got $8.5 million in the third quarter of 2021 alone. And I don't think that Marco is like particularly loved. Um, again, Trump carried Florida by three, so by three percentage points. So it is a right-leaning state to say the least but mm-hmm. uh, i think that could be interesting but there's so many of these i think uh politicians now that came in again as like fresh faces they were new we're gonna we're anti-establishment we're the anti-establishment establishment uh, that are now i think old and tainted like when i think of marco rubio i mostly think of high-heeled boots little mm-hmm. hands phone um, parties just kind of being a bitch yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, foam parties. Yeah, I think of my sex worker friend who used to have sex with him. So there you go. Whoa. How many men did your uh, sex worker friend have sex with that that pretend like they're straight in, in politics? Uh, we're going to go with... All of them. Uh, Lindsey Graham does not count. Uh, no, Lindsey does not count. That's straight. I mean, we, so. that, no, has Lindsey ever said that he's straight? Good, good, good. I don't know. You're right. Has he's, has he ever lied? Because he's never actually. It's like Joe Rogan. I don't talk about vaccines. Mm. Oh, mm. <laughs> he Joe Rogan has ladybugs, ham and biscuits, y'all. Ham, ham, and, ham biscuits, biscuits y'all. and ladybugs. But of course, uh, he does. At the very least, Lindsey Graham, whether he has ever said he's gay, uh, who knows? We know his voting record. However, mm. right. Straight. And of course, 
Well, in 2016, so. Marco Rubio was pinged for the, the phone parties. So there you go. It's out there. But, you know, that's not necessarily something Val Demings and the Democrats can put in their emails and stuff. So, well, exactly. And also, again, I was in Florida. That probably helps him. <laughs> right. Yeah. Whatever. All right. I have a I have a question for yes. you both about the future. Do you think we will see a uh, a, a digital currency backed by the U.S. in the next year? Do you think we'll see like, a you know, a U.S. dollar cryptocurrency that Ooh, the that, government will back you probably know more than i do on that i'm i mean i would assume that they want their money right right so wouldn't they do it uh, it's like the uncle sam buck or something like that I'd well like that. maybe I'm, this uh <laughs> maybe this uh the let's go brandon uh bitcoin the lgb uh <laughs> coin maybe that pick up although i think it'll get ruined for republicans when they make it the uh, let's go brandon token quarters and then it's lgbtq and oh. then uh, and then it gets ruined for the right boom gotcha. you, that's a bold yes. prediction that's the gay agenda right and if there, you want <laughs> as i've said before if you want your, <laughs> let's go, your friend who is pro QAnon to really support gay rights lgbtq the q is for Q. QAnon. Oh, QAnon. Wow. for lesbians, oh, gays, bisexuals, transgender, and QAnon. My God, that's where it reminds me of the new pool hall I want to start, where it's pool QAnon. Thank you so much. 2021. What a year. What a year. Oh, that's brilliant. What a way to go out. Yeah, I don't know. Rand, the, I'm looking it up here. Rand Paul is the only one that seems to think cryptocurrency could replace the dollar. So I don't know what that well, says about that as a, as a possibility, but... Talk about Senate races. We've got a wild one here in Ohio that's that's happening where Trump has not put his finger on the scale quite yet. So all the Republicans vying for Rob Portman's old seat. Obviously, Rob Portman's more of a Mm -hmm. moderate. He helped the infrastructure bill go through. He has announced he is not running for reelection. So one of the candidates is a fellow named Josh Mandel, which he's a bucket of fun. If you just want to, you know, (laughs) hate Twitter even more. Uh, Is he a psycho? He's a bit of a psycho. He recently tweeted that uh, that basically we need to uh, run the country on uh, the Bible, the Constitution, <laughs> and Bitcoin. And that's oh, really? one of his actual – yes, he wants to basically invest heavily in Bitcoin. So that is uh, – yeah. just stay tuned. It could be a very wild election year issue, the whole cryptocurrency. Miami has the Miami coin. You know, oh, my God. Yeah, Josh Mandel, I'm looking at his Twitter right now. He says, teach your kids about 1776. Not sixteen nineteen. Okay, very good. See, that's, uh, if you I, just want to give him a follow, Ben, Bitcoin. I'm sure it's going to be the content that keeps on contenting. Wow. I mean, unlike Palestine, New York City Cheesecake Factory is a real place that actually exists. I just so he like, doesn't recognize Palestine. <laughs> Yes, Who is he, this fucking psychopath? He's, he's a Jewish guy who's running on Christian values. It makes and no Bitcoin. sense, Ben. It's welcome, all Bitcoin. Welcome oh. to Ohio politics. I would just like the record to show <laughs> for all my Ohio poli- political friends out there that Ben basically just stopped <laughs> when he saw Josh Mandel's Twitter. Because that's what happens when you look at Josh Mandel's tweets. It just is so mind-boggling. Every penny spent on illegal immigrants is a penny stolen. <laughs> U.S. Senate candidate Josh Mandel. There oh, you my God. Well, just vote for Tim Ryan. No. I mean, yeah. he can't be that bad. Yeah, thank can't you. can't be as bad as this total... Si- Jesus. <laughs> America was not meant to be a secular nation. That's another Josh Mandel. It was, by definition. Yeah, it's by in the definition. It's in literally the first right there. This literally right there. <laughs> Final tweet. The founding God- fathers were deists. My God, please. Josh Mandel following tweet. God-fearing values. Strong families. Hard money. The way the way out of it this the way out of this isn't popular, but it's simple. Hashtag Bitcoin. Okay, Hard there money. you go. I like that. Interesting. Hey, you know, it, Bitcoin comes. Bitcoin comes for everyone. You know, it, it, every everyone finds their place in it. it they it. really do. <laughs> but this is why it could potentially be a disastrous year for the Republicans. Again, I think they've gerrymandered their way into winning back the House. But governor's races, Senate races, these are the type, <sighs> type of people who are running. It's, this, these are your Ron Johnsons, your Dr. Oz's, your Marco Rubio's, and your Josh Mandel's. This Good man luck. No concept of the Constitution. <laughs> Josh Mandel, December 26th, judo, judo, Judeo-Christian values make America. America great. <laughs> he has to add that. He has to add the Judeo on there because he is Jewish, but he's you know trying to steer this anti-Semitic <laughs> fervor in the Ohio Republican Party. It's a careful dance. He also will eat at Waffle House at like two a.m. and tweet about it. So 
Check it out. Hey, lo- supporting local businesses, I guess. Eh, it's more of a chain. I'm more of a, a IHOP guy. God, this mm-hmm. guy is beyond psycho. Abolish the January 6th commission and replace it with a November 3rd commission. What happened November 3rd? Oh, oh the, the election, election that fraud. they think was stolen from Trump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. Yep. This guy's not a clown. He's the whole circus. It's for real. Whole, it's the whole thing, man. You you want you want to get trapeze on? Here it is. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, there you go, Ohio. Please, God. <laughs> Whatever it is. Do not vote for Josh Mandel. What a huckster. You can he just see in, it. He's, he's in first place right now in the primary. In is he really? For the Republican nomination. Yes, yes, yes. Well, go Tim Ryan on that one. Yeah, Tim um, Ryan's a Browns fan, so um, you know what? He's got he's got my dog pound up. I thought that yeah. was too mainline for my predictions, so I didn't make any cryptocurrency Man- predictions. Josh Mandel, but. another <laughs> another psycho tweet. Abolish the Department of Education and hire more ICE agents. Isn't that nice? To- I, but then he also tweeted that every <laughs> penny spent on immigration laws is a penny stolen. All right. I, I don't mean, know. I just All right, I'm starting That's to the go. thing. You only get 10 tweets deep, and it's like, this makes no sense. <laughs> oh, God. All right, everyone. Well, there's just a couple of reasons to watch. There's so many more that we will continue to follow here in 2022. Thank you all so much for listening to Making This, one of the hottest political shows on Spotify. Mm, yeah. And in February, we're going to be wide, so then we'll start to really destroy all these people. Ooh. We're already beating them on the only platform we can no we're gonna be on all platforms Hell yeah i'm gonna have too Hell much yeah. chili i'm gonna forget everything um <laughs> all right everyone well thank you so much for supporting us and yeah i hope everyone has a fantastic start to the new year and we will be back in early january and i don't know what it is about january but there's always something weird that happens mm-hmm. yeah so I don't know what it's going to be this year. I'm liking the idea of sober January, Ben. Let's just lay low and hope none of our friends die and hope there's no yep. insurrections. And uh, R.I.P. Betty White, R.I.P. 2021, R.I.P. Chuck Grassley. R.I.P. John Madden. <sighs> um, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.